You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A rookie Hurts, second career start. Going for the end zone. Yes, touchdown. Greg Ward. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker coming up. Next hour, we will get into... Major League Baseball, today's slate, a lot of good games, a lot of big games. Uh, the, the ends of a couple series, and uh, Yankees-Red Sox again playing against each other. And there's an update on our on some projections for the NL wildcard. Something has changed. First time I've seen in a while change who might be in that NL wildcard game. So we'll get to all that. And Colin Dunlap from 93.7 out in Pittsburgh is going to join us next hour to talk some NFL and some Steelers headlines as well. But let's play a little fade or follow here, Cody. We just heard the cut of... Jalen Hurts touchdown last year in his first uh, game. He came in and played, you know, pretty significant snaps against the Packers. So we're going to go through some big NFL headlines. Remember, we're fading or following the trend here. So Jalen Hurts, 75 to 1 on a long shot NFL MVP ticket. Cody, if the question is, have I put my ticket in on this? The answer is yes. I have a Jalen Hurts NFL MVP ticket, 75 to 1. Now, before you laugh at me, because I already see you shaking your head. I didn't go crazy. It's not. It's not. It's not a crazy amount of money. It's just a small little thing on seventy-five to one. But let me make a case for you. So I okay. saw this okay. yesterday. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, Matthew Berry, the uh, the ESPN fantasy guru that puts all those like, hey, you should draft this guy. You should stay away from this guy, kind of thing. He put this out yesterday, Cody, and it's really interesting because you know Jalen Hurts' statistics last year were not overwhelming. Yet, I think if you watch him, like, all right, there's there's something there. Like, he's, he's got some abilities, a dual-threat kind of quarterback. But listen to this, Cody. So I'm going to give you two players, okay? Cody, player A versus player B. Player A, 165.3 pass yards per game, 72.8 rush yards per game, right? Not many passing yards, obviously a lot of rushing yards. Player B, 229.8 pass yards per game, 68 rush yards per game. So basically the same kind of rushing, Way more passing, okay? The first player, Cody, was Lamar Jackson, his final four games of his rookie season 2018. He came out the next year, won the MVP of the league. The other guy was Jalen Hurts in his last four, only four starts last year for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson statistics in their first time as starters, pretty close. And then Lamar won the MVP the next year when they turned over the keys to him and he became the guy. Cody, am I crazy? Are you fading me? Are you following me 75 to 1? Joe, I am fading the hell out of you. What are you saying? That is to say that to make this comparison huh? is I'm the making- longest walk any human being could possibly make to get there. Like, yes, they had the first four games that were similar the previous year. 
But now you're saying that Jalen Hurts is now going to make the absurd leap that Lamar Jackson, such an absurd leap that it's literally happened one time in the history of the NFL. But you're going to say it's going to happen for the second time in a three-year span. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and fade that one. Well, is it going to happen? Definitely. Probably not. But at 75 to one, <laughs> at 75 to one there's value there. He's going to look. He's going to play this year, okay? There's no question. They, they signed Joe Flacco to be their backup quarterback, which means Jalen Hurts is going to get a year to be the quarterback in Philadelphia. If he plays all 17 games, Cody, he's going to run for like 800 yards. He's going to run for a lot of yards to quarterback. And this guy could shock the NFL. If I said this about Lamar Jackson three years ago, you would have said I was crazy, right? Y yes, I would have, but I'm saying you're crazy now because you're 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 hoping for lightning to strike twice in such a short amount of time. Do I think this will eventually happen again? Yes, but you mentioned the value. There's no value if the bet doesn't ever hit. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, there's value if you think there's a chance. And I do think there's a chance Jalen Hurts takes the NFL by storm this year, surprises people, and puts himself in the MVP mix. So listen. I will, if Jalen Hurts has a big year, I will remind everyone on this show every week that I have a 75 to one because you know that will change, right? If Jalen Hurts throws for 350 or, or rushes for 200 in week one, that changes. That'll become a 50 to one quickly. I want to make this abundantly clear. I'm not saying I don't want this to happen and I want this to hit for you. I want this to happen for you. I just think there's no way in hell this happens. If it does, I will be blown away. And honestly, I will listen to you and never doubt you again and any of your crazy ideas ever again. Well, listen, if it happens, the Eagles will be blown away because I don't even think they think he's that good. So <laughs> they'll be blown away too. All right, a couple of other big things going on. So Jamal Adams got paid. The safety for the uh, Seattle Seahawks finally got paid, Cody. He is now a uh, – he's on a long-term deal with the Seattle Seahawks. They traded the two first-round picks for him last year. This had to get done. Like, th this mm -hmm. had to get done at some point. They got him done. Jamal Adams, he's 90-1 to 1 to win Defensive Player of the Year. Would you bite on it? I love Jamal Adams. He's a tremendous player. And I, here's what I like about him. He's not your, your safety that stands in, in the back. He's, he's like – he reminds me of Troy Palomalu where he's by the line of scrimmage, he's making plays. I mean, he could have 10-plus sacks as a safety, which is, is crazy. 90-1, to 1, would you take a flyer, Jamal Adams, Defensive Player of the Year? I would follow, and yes, I'd take a flyer on this. I would, and the reason why is because of that defense. We talked about it last break. That defense is not, you know, we we've Seattle's been notorious for having this absurd defense. You can't beat them, and their defense is not quite what it was. If they can get back to a semblance of that, there's really one common denominator here, and that is that is him. Uh, that is Jamal Adams over there. So I would honestly think if that defense can really hold teams down and that team continues to go, there's no reason that Jamal Adams wouldn't be the first pick on that uh, on that award. Yeah, it's, he's an interesting one. Like, look, Aaron Donald is like, it's it's funny with, with these awards, but NFL MVP or Defensive Player of the Year, you have to almost acknowledge anytime you take someone not named Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP, anytime you take someone not named Aaron Donald to win the Defensive Player of the Year, they're all long shots, right? Those guys are such significant favorites. I mean, Aaron Donald, if he wins another defensive player of the year, we're talking about 
Like he can retire tomorrow and be a Hall of Famer. He he's always the defensive player here. That's how good he is. But if you're looking for a long shot, 90 to one on Jamal Adams, that's interesting. And I, I, I mean, it's the fact that they put him by the line of scrimmage, he gets sacks. Like he he racks up stats for a safety most safeties can't do. Yeah. I, he he's kind of a he's kind of a full circle type player. I, I think he brings a lot more to the table than your average safety. And the fact that he fills in many of those rules roles makes me think that this is an actual possibility. I think 90 to one is a bit is a bit misguided. I think that's going to change as the year goes along. So Chase Claypool, wide receiver for the Steelers, was uh, he was helped off the field of practice. Steelers practice. We're going to have Colin Dunlap on next hour from Pittsburgh. Give us the latest. It sounds like and, and seems like Chase Claypool is going to be OK. But I got to tell you, until I find out he's he's perfectly fine, he's 37 to 1 to lead the NFL in, re- in receiving yards this year. That was an interesting thought. You know, second year player could emerge at a big year as a, as a first year. I got to stay away, Cody. I, I can't trust Ben Roethlisberger. And now that Claypool's a little banged up, like I'm staying away. Here's what I do I do think is interesting. Uh, your thoughts on this you can get plus 320 to bet the Steelers to finish last in the AFC North. Could they be worse than the Bengals? I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy, but I just can't imagine that this team with Ben, I mean, I know Ben Roethlisberger's ancient now and he's a a shell of what he once was, but I just can't imagine a Ben Roethlisberger-led Steelers team finishing last in that division against that Bengals team. I just, man... I might take it. I honestly might take it. This team is, they just don't seem, the Steelers were always a team that you you fear. I, I feel absolutely nothing, nothing about the Steelers. I forgot that the Steelers are even in the NFL right now, and that's not a place that I think any NFL fan should ever be in. The Steelers are in trouble, and I don't see them getting out of this hole anytime soon. I don't, I think their franchise is in trouble. Like, you know, it, look, they could hit another quarterback in the draft next year, and it, the whole thing will work again. That's what happens, right? But as of right now, their quarterback situation is old, chunky Ben Roethlisberger, who decided to lose five pounds this offseason and, and decided he was he was in great shape again. Hey, 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 hey. He, he's disciplined more than Tom Brady. I read sure that he, one. Yeah, yeah, that sure he is. Yeah. The next time Ben is in shape will be the first time Ben is in shape. <laughs> that, that team... Like no one feared them when they were they were eleven and zero last year, and no one feared them. They were eleven and zero, and everyone was like, "Yeah, they're not really that good." And they lost to the Washington football team in that weird like Tuesday game, and then they just fell apart after that. Cody, they're not as good as the Browns. They're not as good as the Ravens. That's obvious. I I don't think they're as good. I think they're on par with the Bengals, maybe a little bit better. But at plus three twenty, I think there's an interesting flyer on that. Last thing to hit on here: Dave Gettleman, Giants GM kind of like the dinosaur of general managers in pro sports these days. He talked yesterday. He said he's happy with how the Odell Beckham trade played out. He he defended his pick of Saquon Barkley, a running back with the number two overall pick in 2018. And, and he kind of played up how good the Giants could be. A couple of thoughts here. Odell Beckham, his over-under receiving yards, 925 and a half with the Browns. I would take the under on that. You know, I, I, the Giants are not a good team. They weren't wrong to trade away Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham's an overrated player. I agree. I don't think Odell Beckham is anything that he was advertised as. And yeah, I take the under as well, because also keep in mind, he's not targeted very much over there in, anymore. He just isn't. He's like the third target. As much as we want to pretend that he is, and as much as everyone wants to talk about how dynamic he is, at the end of the day, the numbers are not there and they haven't been there. And until he shows me that they are there, I'm not putting any money on it. No, I, I can't. Here's why I would put some money, though. Back to the Giants, right? Daniel Jones going into year three. You can get 26 to one for him to lead the NFL in interceptions this year. 
this feels like a make or break year for the Giants with Daniel Jones. Like he's gone. If if they don't win this year, they're going to get a new quarterback. You can't go four years with the same quarterback without winning football games. I don't see it with Daniel Jones. Like I, I see some physical ability, but man, I just think the Giants are a weird team. Jason Garrett is a coordinator. I, I would take a flyer on that. Twenty-six to one, Daniel Jones to lead the NFL in interceptions this year. It all comes down to one thing for me. I'm going to hold off on that until I find out whether or not Jameis Winston is starting in New Orleans. Because if he is, Jameis Winston just throws the ball to people, not not his teammates, people. So until I find out that he's the starter, I'm going to hold off on that bet. It's pretty remarkable. And in, in the NFL now, it's really hard to throw interceptions. Like every pass is like within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Like the game is like, it's not the way it used to be where interceptions happen all the time. Yet Jameis a couple years ago had 30. 30 interceptions in the NFL in the modern league is, is, is almost impossible. And he, he did it. Yeah, did I it. guess Jameis is the favorite if, if he plays. He has to be. He's got to be. I mean, he threw 30. And, of course, the end of the – and my favorite thing that year is he actually said a quote. Are you kidding me? I'm balling. I'm like, you just threw a pick six to end the season, and it was number 30. Jameis, I don't think you get it, man. I don't think you know what balling is. On the other side, we got some baseball to run down. We'll line it up with today's card. A look at the races, MVPs, Cy Youngs, including an NL Cy Young performer that went last night. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker. This is Beck UL Daily presented by Fan Dual Sportsbook right here on the Beck UL Network.